Alchemy is an ancient practice associated with science, chemistry, physics, astronomy, astrology, art, symbology, metallurgy, medicine, and philosophical analysis. And despite that these sciences were not exercised in a scientific way as known today, alchemy is the origin of modern logic. Dear listeners, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And welcome to another episode of The Alchemy of Truth. This is your host, Nasr Khatib. We are broadcasting live from Sydney, Australia, uh, from our studios in uh, Fairfield, Sydney. Um, so uh, today, Amr is unfortunately unable to make it because he's a bit ill. So we hope uh, that he's feeling better, inshallah. So an issue that's been continuously coming up in the news and that's been taking a lot of our in, uh, you know, interest and focus, which we're not very clear about what's been happening. We see a lot of death and destruction, and it's very painful to us. Uh, and that, of course, has been the issue of the Muslims in Burma, the Rohingyas, and the other Muslims in Burma, and the events that have been unfolding in front of us over the last, I think, three years, really, that it's been... Um, uh, highlighted and so what can we do so that these are the two questions really what is the situation that's happening there and what can we do about it so this is our show today inshallah with me are uh, brothers Uthman Ma and brother Shamsuddin uh, Win or Taimu Win is that right uh, and they are from the New South Wales Burmese Sunni Muslim Association and so we'll they'll be uh, telling us a little bit about first of all the history of the Rohingya Muslims uh, as well as what's been happening uh, basically since the beginning of the of the last century until now and how we can help so uh, brother Athman, salam alaikum wa alaikum salam brother salam alaikum how are you yeah. alhamdulillah 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 yeah. very good and uh, brother shamsuddin how are you yeah alhamdulillah fine thanks oh, that's very good alhamdulillah uh, so you, do you wish me to call you taimu win or shamsuddin oh, just mr win should be fine mr yeah. win yep. wow mr win okay. <laughs> always oh. win i hope so it's <laughs> a very 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 winning name alhamdulillah, yeah, alhamdulillah. Um, okay, so let's um, start sure. with um, the history of Muslims in, in Burma. Yep. So uh, from my readings, it, yeah. it seems that uh, the Muslims there came from, I think, five, six hundred years ago from India. Is yes. that correct? Um, well, there's um, different path through which um, Muslim came to Burma. Mm -hmm. The very common one is through India. Yes. And uh, I think um, in the history book, um, they actually says... Um, the very first Muslim came to Burma and they landed on the Arakan state. So Arakan state, um, or in Burmese they call Yakhain state, mm -hmm. um, seems to be the very birthplace of um, Muslims in um, Burma. Yep. But um, that's not the only path. Okay. Um, other Muslims came through the northern path of Burma. So, and also there's Chinese Muslim who actually came through China, uh, Burmese-Chinese border. And um, they, these arrival actually dated back um, to um, thousands of years ago. So, alhamdulillah, Muslims in Burma has been um, there for centuries. Okay. So, yeah. And um, also, I heard that the name uh, Arkan State mm -hmm. it's it's a Muslim name. Well, yes. There's some um, history books actually says um, is actually uh, interpreted as um, the land of Arab. No, no, inshallah. Of course, <laughs> yeah, I mean this, these are I just mean, like, all we theories. We want to just you know like put out all the things that we know hmm. we were uh, we aware of. So inshallah, hmm. we will be open and honest. Hmm. Yeah. So then, tell me a little bit about the Arkan state. I mean, you're telling you're telling me that it's a a few. Uh, I mean, it's made up of mainly uh, Muslims who had come from India originally and some Muslims who had come from China. 
that was about 500 years ago mm-hmm. um, and so there was an actual state an actual country yeah so um, the um, Arakan state is one of the seven or eight um, state uh, well seven states is it or like in Burma like they divided the whole country into 14 different parts mm-hmm. so seven state and seven division as they call it mm-hmm. so Arakan is um, one of the seven states this I mean the, the so these it, divisions it, that you're talking yeah, about so these are uh, new di- uh, d- divisions no, geographically divided oh, I see yeah, okay, geographically yeah, yeah. divided so yeah. the Arakan state is on the southern sorry the western west, part of yeah Europe, west yeah. yeah west western part of uh, Burma and okay. it's a bit lower part of Burma mm-hmm. and um, it, it is being classed as one of the state and okay. the there's quite a few different uh, ethnic group in there the main one is the Burmese Yakhain people they are on themselves actually a uh, ethnic of their own. Yep. Uh, they call the uh, people call them as Yakhai people. How do you how do you pronounce R A K I N Rakhai. R A K Rakhai. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. Um, that's people. yeah. That's um, yeah. According to some, is the native yeah. people as well. So that's yeah. the the Rakhain. Rakhain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this is what w- the Burmese are Rakhain, aren't they? No, slightly different. Like Burma, it's it's, it's a very confusing thing. <laughs> like you know, growing up over there, um, Burma's actually got like on paper is a hundred something like a hundred plus um, ethnic group. Ethnic. Okay. Yeah. So Burma is the majority um, native people, mm-hmm. but there are other native um, ethnic group as well, like Shan, Kachin, Kaya. Um, you know, like different names, Marakai, and they Shana. they live in different part of Burma as well. So Rakhine is one of the ethnic group in Burma. And these ethnic groups are they Southeast Asian or uh, originally, or are they Indian originally? Do they come from China? Where are their uh, origins? Yeah. So some of them are very native to Burma, as mm-hmm. I understood it, mm-hmm. uh, but some actually migrated from other part of. Asia, mm-hmm. like China and India, yes. Okay, and why that area? I mean, I looked at it in the map. It's sort of like a, a, thin, mm. a thin sliver of land that's on yeah. the on the water. I mean, water, what makes yeah. that uh, so diverse in in the cultures and the ethnicities that are in it? In in a sense, like that's kind of separated away from like mainland Burma, mm. like geographically, um, and also politically as well. Like Burmese government seems to have the tendency to controlled that region a bit tighter mm-hmm. and they have um, things like you know people can't you know travel to and from that region easily mm-hmm. and um, to some extent also when we were growing up in Burma we got brainwashed that those you know people who live in that regions are not that good you know simple as that like so <laughs> yeah, okay. you know like when you hear that you can see like how you know they want to control that region mm. so, uh, some of the things that I'm saying here about that you know, Rohingya and the Rakhine state. Um, uh, to be honest, like we don't have much fact on those things. Um, um, if you wish, like maybe inshallah, I'll introduce you to one of the Rohingya yeah, brothers. Definitely, definitely yeah, we've got like to. good relationship with Rohingya brother. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like and we work together with mm-hmm. them. You know, we're friends mm-hmm. um, here as well. So inshallah, one day I'll bring you know one of the Rohingya well, brother, and yes, they can course. you know like you know explain inshallah. more about Rohingya case. Inshallah. Mm-hmm. inshallah. So just just yeah. to understand, so. Rakhine is an yeah. ethnicity, correct, yeah. and it has Muslims and non-Muslims. Correct. Yes. There are some Muslims. Hindus yes. and yeah. as well. Hindus yeah. and, and uh, Rohingya are all Muslims. All yep. Muslims. Yes. Yep. 
The Rohingyas are ethnic group as well, mm-hmm. and um, they are. And there are also Muslim, Muslim. Khmer. They call Khmer. Yeah. Mm. Or you see, listed as ethnic groups. Mm. They are also all Muslims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you can now starting to appreciate. I think there's yeah, yeah. very intricacy and complication, mm. and mm. you know, like complex uh, mm. mixed ethnic history. Yeah. Um. And so then let's let's go back, like um, you know, go ahead in history. At the time that there was an uh, Arkan state. Yeah. The Muslims were not just in the Arkan state; they were also no. in the other areas, They're spreading as well. through the country. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. came there, and then they, you know, moved to other part of Burma. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I was trying to explain, uh, there are other way that uh, other Muslims came into Burma, you know, yeah. different path. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. settled in different areas. So exactly. It wasn't, yeah, 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 exactly. When did Burma take over uh, Arkan state? One thousand like seven. Yeah. Hundred something like this. Seventeen hundred. Yeah, seventeen fifty nine or something like yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Arkan yeah, used time. to be like mm-hmm. an independent, yeah, independent um, nation. Yeah, mm-hmm. kingdom, mm-hmm. kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, the Myanmar king uh, invaded mm-hmm. and also you know took over the whole the whole region really under yeah. the yeah. Myanmar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and so in, in the beginning, uh, mm-hmm. when this had happened, um, wh- how was the um, the human rights issues was there lots of killing was there lots of p- oppression political or cultural any other oppression that was happening or was it just sort of the thing that happened at the time that you take over another country and they you know people just um you know give their alliance to the new king yeah well i mean you know that the, the like you know in like in any war like you know you have casualty and mm. you know when you invade a country mm. We have all seen, like in Iraq, you know, all Muslim brothers yes, and course. sisters suffer. Like yeah. the same thing happened over there as well. When someone invade another country, mm. you know, you've got all these casualty, and you know, a lot of people die and mm. you know suffer from, you know, the the war. So yeah, w- these areas were they ever affected by European colonization? Because Southeast Asia, I know there's lots of Dutch, Portuguese. Mm. So yeah, definitely. So Burma was um, mm. under British colony for more than hundred years. Okay, and that's something that we like to discuss because most of the problem that we are facing today is actually <laughs> a legacy of that <laughs> colonization. Subhanallah. Yeah, so Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Like you know. They everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. When did the British colonize Burma? 1824, they invaded yeah. the first mm. Anglo Burmese war. Mm-hmm. And in 1826, they took control of the whole Burma. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And okay. then, yeah. So, Brit- they, they actually started from mm. the, the lower part of Burma. Yeah. So, mm. they took over, like, they, like, they were actually three war between like Burmese kings and the um, British uh, Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, the first war like they took, you know, some part of Lower Burma and then they took over a bit more and then finally they took over the whole the country. Whole country. Okay. And from that seventeenth se- uh, sorry, nineteenth century they, you know, Already, ruled yeah. the country for more than hundred years. Really, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, so that was about that was actually about eighty years after Burma took over uh, Arkan State. Something like that, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And how effective or how destructive, let's say, that was the colonization of Burma, including Arkan State, so not just of Arkan State itself mm-hmm. or the Muslims over there. Um, how destructive or how, how effective was it? From the history lessons that we had, um, it was quite, you know, like smooth <laughs> colonization because mm. there wasn't much resistance. Like, there were a few, like, resistance from Burmese kings mm. here and there, but 
eventually the Burmese king, like in the last war, as I say, even though they term it a war, it's just a matter of Burmese, oh sorry, British. There wasn't much destruction. To, that was part of the, the, the decision that the Burmese king took. Yeah, from that point of view, it was kind of, you know, smooth and, you know, minimal destruction. Okay, and so the British were in control of Burma until what year? So 1942. Yeah, yes. so 1942, Burma became independent. independent. Mm. Um, and um, just before that, after British took over the country, you know, and because the way the transition happened, like, um, they went you know that much of resistance so no, no um you know a movement to you know expel the british so that went on for like uh, you know two uh, 20 30 years and then slowly you know they start to realize that okay you know we need to take our country back and then mm -hmm. they started movements here and there so that's when all these um, problems actually rooted because when they start um, and like uh, we've met some you know uh, professors that actually did research into British colony and things like that and they said like through their research what they found is uh, I think this is a well-known fact it's probably not like something that they researched just now um, that um, you know British use this um, thing called divide and conquer yeah of course and yeah. divide and rule, rule. Mm. so what happened was when these um, Burmese started to um, you know revolt or you know organize the movement to you know uh, make the country uh, take the country back from them mm -hmm. they started to bring in the indian muslims from india and then they started to create this divide and rule thing mm. where they create a little bit of tension between the native burmese and the migrated indian people and that this tension that we're seeing now is actually rooted back then so um, they now said, some of the researchers said, um, that's the legacy of the British colonization this to some extent. This is very similar as well mm -hmm. to uh, South America. The, the Spanish, when they went to South America and they were, yep. they used to enslave the native population yep. and uh, make them work in the mines to get as much silver out as possible. But it wasn't the Spanish themselves that were, you know, doing all the policing. They were using the African slaves they had to make the uh, South American South natives American work native. hard. Yeah. And so when there was a revolt, uh -huh. they would attack the African slaves. Exactly. They would not yeah. attack the Spanish. No, no. So it was very unfortunate. Uh, that's yeah, very unfortunate thing. Um, and that's how they wanted to rule the country. So the focus of the native Burmese uh, were on the Indian rather than the mm -hmm. you know the colonization uh, organization. Yeah, and that was uh, in the in the beginning of the that century. That was the century. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, inshallah. And so that end of the colonization uh, had already started twenty or thirty years before with different movements basically resisting the British until the British were forced to leave. Uh, and so we want to understand where the roots are or where the seeds are for the ethnic tension that's happening now and for all the violence that's happening right now. This is all rooted in this British way of uh, ruling the country by divide and conquer. So they wanted to create a bit of tension so that, you know, they can divert um, people, you know, time and energy and thinking towards that sort of tension rather than resisting um, to their ruling. Mm. And also the other interesting thing is the movement to become independent from British colonization was actually led by Burmese nationalists. So okay. they very, you know, the nationalism was the root of their movement. Mm. And 
a lot of leader were not only civilian, if you like, but also monk. So、mm. there's a religious involvement in there as well. Okay, so it was nationalism,、yeah. but it was also religious because religious of the monks. Religious become, yeah. So yeah. what they found was,、um, you know, when they tap into people patriotism and you know nationalism and also their affection for their religion. They can gain people. Yeah,、uh, so、following. they can have mass appeal. Exactly, mass. Especially、appeal. because in Burma, the the majority would be Buddhist. Buddhist, yes. Yeah, okay.、Mm-hmm. So, so from from the very、mm-hmm. beginning, was there any Muslim contribution towards these movements? Oh, that's a very good point. Very、mm-hmm. good point. So,、um, Muslim contribution to this independence movement was very big. There were a lot of what we call even now considered as martyr.、Um, there were like. Uh, the one, yeah, there were three in Mart- the、yes. the nine martyr, the、uh, independence martyr that the Burmese history history portray.、Um, mm. So there were three、um, who were Muslim. So, so who are these nine martyrs? What's their story? So the the most prominent ones is、um, Bojo Ansan, as we call her. General Ansan. Yeah, General Ansan.、Yeah. Bojo in Burmese means general. Yeah. Ansan、uh, means general. No, no, Bojo. Bojo is Bojo Ansan. Yeah, Bojo Ansan. Ansan is the name, and Bojo is the title, which means general. Any any relation to Ansan Suci? Yeah, father. Oh, her father. You well versed. Well, you know, she's famous. They made a movie about her in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Even if I didn't want to know her. She's the daughter. Okay. We we call him the father of independence. He's regarded very highly in Burma. So he's he's one of the nine martyrs, is he? He one of the nine martyrs. No, no,、uh, we、Shepherd、don't need to know all、uh, their nine yeah, names.、Uh, but what is their the story? Like, were they all killed in the same time, or the same times and the same? They were all killed in the same at the same place. Yeah, so the they were captured、time. by the British and. No, there was.、Um, it's very complicated story.、Um, it's a conspiracy. Again, like it it shows this divide and conquer rule. So there was this rival who who is actually competing with General Ansan. To gain popularity and also to gain、uh, to 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 get into the politics and you know try to get the power, and he he was actually Burmese,、mm. and he was actually convinced by the、uh, British to actually kill General Ansan. Okay.、So、as the history says, yeah. So it wasn't the British who killed who General killed Ansan, but、oh, okay, yeah. it was、so、actually one of the Burmese. Yeah, one of Burmese, Burmese but.、So. Apparently he was、mm-hmm. actually convinced, or, or, or yeah. So or they made、uh, they made、yeah. him think that this is better for Burma if you kill that yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. And if you kill him, you、mm-hmm. know, like you become the one, you know,、mm-hmm. to rule. So、oh, okay. Yes. So yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So from these nine um uh, martyrs, that martyrs, there were the three, two or three actually. Urazad、uh, and、yes. Yeboku Tui. Yeah, actually,、mm-hmm. then two. Yeah. yeah、okay. Urazad. Urazas U mean Mister. Yeah, Mister Urazas. He's head headmaster、yeah. of the school as and a minister as well.、Mm. So yeah, and Yeboku Tree is the the bodyguard, the bodyguard of the Mister Urazas. Yeah. Ah,、yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So two of them as well.、Mm. They're among、yeah. the nine martyrs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was, I mean,、um, the contribution of the Muslims was because they're a minority. It wasn't a. Uh, significant. Uh, actually, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we can say that.、It、actually,、uh, before the independence as well, during that union, students' union president also was、uh, Muslim as well. So they had a like group, oh, Jangda Temega, we call it.、Mm-hmm. So in the, the form uni- of the students' student union. union representative council, call it. So the head was the Muslim as well.、Okay. So all they worked together as I say, all Burmese、mm-hmm. Muslims, and they got no such division as well at the time.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there were no divisions at the time. Yeah, they all worked together. Okay. So those among the well,、uh, you know, those who against the British colony, so、mm. they all worked together. They don't. They got no such division. General Ansan didn't 
regard the Burmese Muslim as a you know foreigner, so mm-hmm. they all walk together as a countryman. You know. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, just just hmm. uh, if I may add a little bit to yeah. that, um, when um, this um, independence movement started, they utilized a lot of as I was saying like people's um, extreme. Nationalism, mm-hmm. so that was a very motivating factor for people to get up and do something, right? Mm-hmm. But um, General Aung actually recognized that if you actually take that to extreme, it's very dangerous because what was becoming was when you take that to extreme, people are started to see anyone who are non-indigenous um, as their uh, as someone outsider. So they started to see like all these um, Indian Muslims. Um, and they started to see Chinese, and they even started to see some of the ethnic group as the outsider, yeah, as so non-Burmese. I mean, what we know now about the mm-hmm. minorities in Burma, it's not just the Muslims that are being no, oppressed, no. it's no. other uh, ethnic groups as well. To yeah. s- if, if you can draw some parallel, like it's, it's sort of like a white supremacy kind of concept. Mm. So um, some extreme nationalists have this you know, Burmese supremacy idea that, you know, um, uh, like the B- Burmese the race is the best. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. nobody the else deserves th- to be the here. Like the Burm- yeah, Burmese is a pure race, and b- b- you know, like to stay in the country, you have to become Burmese. Mm. And they kind of had the mix, a uh, sort of confused understanding about you know citizenship and nationalism, and ethnicity, and the religion. To them, like you know, to be in the country, uh, whether you call it you know, the season of Burma or the native people of Burma, what, mm. whatever you call it, you have to be either Burmese or Buddhist. Burmese or Buddhist. Yes. Okay. So that's why, um, so General Aung was like a very, like he, he, he's a think tank, right? Like mm. he's, he's a great person. Yeah. And he foresaw that. And then he actually tried to bring all people in. Mm. And that's why he actually encouraged some Muslims to mm. actually... Um, you know, uh, took part in the independence movement. And also he actually brought in some ethnic leader Mm. and um, he tried to, you know, got um, everyone together. Mm. um, And, you know, so that like he, his vision of Burma was a united Burma. But unfortunately he got assassinated. Um, So after him, there wasn't anyone who, you know, could step into his shoe and, you know, like, took charge. Yeah. So uh, these, these um, you know, ethnic supremacist ideas, when did they start? W- was it just something that... Actually, since the other time, some people, they wanted to help Buddhists. Yeah. You see, so Burmese have, has to be, like, Burma has to be the Buddhist country. So then uh, General Aung San rejected this idea. Mm. So since other time it started, some people raised this issue, mm. but they couldn't achieve that. General Aung San used the harsh word mm. to stop this here right now because we don't have to, you know, go that far. Mm. It will go to the extremism like that. Yeah. So, so he wanted yeah. the, mm. you know, like um, secularism in the country, mm. and he achieved that to some extent because after independence, Burma went, uh, for, went on for like ten years yeah. uh, without making the Buddhism the religion of the country. country. But then, um, w- uh, as I can go back a little bit, like um, to, you know, like uh, mo- mobilize the independence movement, mm. like some leader actually used this nationalism, mm. e- extreme nationalism. So what other uh, people who wanted to, you know, um, gain the power after the independence, they also realize that if you use 
you know, uh, take advantage of this yeah. nationalism, yeah. they can get following, mm. you know. So just and politics, then they yeah. started to use that to, mm. to their advantage. Mm. And that is exactly what happened when um, this um, General Ne Win, so he's mm. a dictator um, who came into power in 1962. Yeah. So as soon as he came in, he started to play the game of this nationalism Buddhism, to yeah. his advantage. Uh, what year was that? That's 1962. 1962. 1962 yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, and so since then, um, he's been, I guess, um, giving incentive or yes. being quiet on any any violence as well. Yes. Yeah. So he he kind of nurtured this, you know, um, tension, if you like. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you want to explain that a little bit? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. So, like, actually, he followed the, like, divide and rule the policy. So what he likes is he planted a seed. Well, um, is, is, uh, at this stage, whatever the problems happening, I can see, like, a fruit, for mm. example. Yep. Those are the fruits of the tree. Mm. So for the listeners to be able to visualize is mm. the tree. What was the tree is, like, generally when mm. he planted a seed called the first word called kala. So the word we call is a derogatory word against Myanmar of uh, Islamic faith. So that that kala is actually similar to the we call it in America like nega. Uh, so okay. the, you are the foreigner, some sort yeah, of yeah. like that. Kala. So yeah, and that's not just for Muslims. That's for anyone who is not Burmese or not Buddhist. They, yeah. There is uh, it's a term that they use to um, derogatorily um, call a people of Indian origin. Of yeah. Indian so origin. Even if you're not um, not Muslims, uh, they still use that. Yeah, because of the skin or the appearance, the they still use that yeah. word. Yeah. 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 So then, well, what he did was, so after he fabricated this word, the kala, and he tried to, you know, uh, intensively uh, brainwash the general Myanmar Buddhist people. Mm to use this word, the kala, mm. against the Myanmar Muslims. Mm. After he planted this seed, he tried to grow the hatred tree, mm. the plant. Mm. So what he did is like try to fertilize and, uh, you know, fuel the tree by putting so many, you know, uh, like riots and the, you know, tragedies and the situations to create more problems. So actually it happened. In the past, there's many, many tragedies and uh, you know problems happened. This is over the last uh, yeah, over 50 the years. last many decades, you know. Yeah. Uh, his pure intention is just like I said in the British colonization rule, he divide between majority and the minorities. Mm. Minorities include all Muslims, Christians, and Hindus as well. Mm. So then he can rule for mm. the longer term. Mm -hmm. So in order to rule for the longer term, so he needs to maintain this hatred tree. Mm. So he try to create more problems in the past and then then that hatred tree becomes like growing among the Myanmar Buddhist people. Mm. So they seen even though we all together, Myanmar is always Myanmar during the general Aung time mm. and during the before the nineteen sixty two time, after those people have been brainwashed by the general Ne Win mm. dictators, so Myanmar Buddhist people, you know, they see the Myanmar Muslims or the Indian appearance, suddenly they see like they are foreigners, mm -hmm. they are kala, mm. you know, followed by the fewers and the discrimination by the dictators' creations, mm. and it get like insult mm. against the Myanmar Muslim, then abuse, mm. discriminations, and religious persecutions follow mm. up, mm -hmm. you know, that, that that's one part we call it like one tree mm. so that he has planted since at the time. 
But when we look and when we think of Buddhists, like Chinese Buddhists or anywhere else, I mean, they're known for their peaceful existence. Yes. Even, for example, when there was the uh, monk, the Buddhist uprising a couple of years ago. Yes. I mean, you saw how peaceful they were when they were standing up to the army, that the army beats them up and they don't do anything. Yes. So this is it's very strange for us now seeing that the, the monks... And this is happening as well uh, with the monks of uh, Sri Lanka as well. uh, That they're being extremely aggressive towards Muslims and extremely uh, insulting as well towards Mm. Muslims. I mean, the things that they've done, for example, is they have a drawing or something and they write Allah on it and then they burn it Mm -hmm. or something like that. So they're trying to not just discriminate, but they're causing great offense, maximum offense that they can think of. There's also like like hatred, you know, Mm. hatred against the Myanmar uh, Myanmar Muslims. So how how is this affecting the Buddhist understanding? This is what, what everyone is confused about, that Buddhists are supposed to be uh, I guess more spiritual, less materialistic, and so in, uh, nationalism doesn't seem to fit in with the Buddhist understanding Ideal, that people yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just um, contribute that to this long, you know, standing um, hatred that's been nurtured by the um, previous, um, you know, military uh, mm. military um, government, mm. and um, as um, Shamshuddin um, explained, like they they planted that seed and they nurture that tree and use that tree of hatred to their advantage. Mm. So if you actually look back um, to uh, look back in Burmese history, every um, turn point or political, um, you know, um, situation, a milestone, mm-hmm. you'll find that there was a either ethnic um, riot or religious That's riot right, against right. minority. Mm-hmm. So okay. what what they were doing is now you can kind of see, you know, they kind of keep that in their, um, you know, like tension at a level that they can, you know, always trigger to a riot. Mm-hmm. So they always maintain to a level. Mm-hmm. And if everything's going all right for them, not for people, <laughs> um, they would just leave it. Yeah. But as soon as something go against them, they would just yeah. say like, what can we do? If there's anything else that we can't do, then we just trigger this um, So thing. since the yeah. democratization of the country, which happened, I think, three, four years ago, that's really when the ethnic tension started happening and there was yes. killings and burnings yes. and kicking out and all these things. Yeah, yeah that's and, right. And so it's very easy to, uh, to see how there's a pattern that's happening. Exactly, yes. yeah. exactly. Now, yes. moving ahead a little bit, um, mm-hmm. you know, we have all heard and sometimes the world media tries to highlight a certain person yeah. or a certain person as being a hero or like a Jesus figure almost. Yeah. Uh, that person in Burma was Aung San Suu Kyi. She yes. was in um, in house arrest. Uh, she uh, is a democracy activist. Yeah. Uh, suddenly she, she was let out and with the democratization she actually uh, took power yeah. and she's mm-hmm. now um, has a, uh, what is her position now? She's the head of she's, the party. Well, she? like um, they oh, call her the like the head of the, party. yeah, the mm-hmm. opposition leader. So, I mean, uh, this is one thing that was very confusing um, to us is that why is she not doing anything? She seems to be completely... And, I mean, this question as well, and I'll be asking the same question about the the Dalai Lama as Mm -hmm. well. But first with Aung San Suu Kyi, she seems very quiet. I mean, it's good that she's not saying anything bad, Mm -hmm. but not doing something while all these massacres are happening and all this discrimination is happening is is just as bad, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. well, that's uh, very true. Uh, but can I just um, quickly go back to the previous question about, you know, like your impression of, uh, you know, Buddhist and, you know, bu- Buddhism and Buddhist people or being like good nature? Um, I mean, by majority, they are. 
Mm. And, you know, like, i grown up there, mm. you know, I lived there for, like, more than 20 years. I mm. only came to Australia, like, when I was 25 or 26. Mm. Um, so, part of, a good part of my life, I lived there. Mm. And most of my friends, they were Burmese, right? And, and, yeah, they're Buddhist, yeah. Burmese Buddhists. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, I have very little, like, you know, uh, very few um, uh, Muslim friends, if mm. you like. Mm. Um, and by nature, they're very good people. But now that I look back, um, sometime like now I can see that even in the back of their mind, they have a little bit of, um, you know, if you like, prejudice against mm. Muslims. Mm-hmm. So they would make joke about, you know, um, subhanAllah, Muslim not being, uh, Muslim not being allowed to eat pork mm. because pork's been a very popular dish oh, in okay. um, Burma yeah, yeah. and things like that. So mm. on everyday basis, on street level, um, there's a prejudice against uh, Muslim people and mm. minority as well. Mm. And then like, if I can take that to answer your question, I think Burma being under this uh, military dictatorship for more than 60 years yeah. uh, and being shut uh, uh, shut out, uh, sh- uh, you know, like isolated, locked away from, yeah. isolated away from other countries, other country, um, and they only know what they got told by the okay, so military. So brainwashing. So it's by brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah. People are brainwashed. Mm. Um, so uh, now that the country um, gained some freedom, what happened is people don't know what to do. They just came out of this dark darkness mm. and they see light everywhere and almost as if they were blinded. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you see the mm-hmm. you know like the picture yeah, yeah, so yeah. they see all this freedom and they don't know what to do with that mm. and um i think that's where um the international community can help um we need to engage um uh, with uh, burma and then give them assistance and you know pass on the past experience that we have here um uh, yeah i read an article a few months ago about something just like this that whenever there were any articles written about the the discrimination or not even the violence that's happening in Burma against the Muslims, mm. there seems to be um, a lot, like a majority of bloggers who are Burmese and who mm-hmm. are B- Burmese Buddhists, mm. who are very aggressive towards, I mean, they speak in very violent tones against the Muslims. And these are not people in Burma. These are people in Canada, UK, yeah. Australia. Yeah, somewhere yeah. Else. And who are very aggressive towards anyone who speaks um, about... Them. yeah. yeah. Mm. Not, not against them, but against mm. the, the violence that's happening in Burma. Yes. And so this is, again, something that's very confusing mm-hmm. because um, Burma is an alien culture to us. We don't know anything about it. And so we don't yeah. understand why these people, mm-hmm. why, I mean, the, the Burmese and the Burmese Buddhists seem to want... Uh, the, the the death, I guess, or they do, they don't want Muslims, uh, you know, uh, to be in Burma. Is there something like? Is there a myth that's propagated uh, amongst the Burmese that they would hate and maybe fear the Muslims so much? Um. Well, like um. Again, it it's it's just goes back to this thing that the um you know the military government and the legacy of the British um you know ruling. Mm. Um, to create this sort of hatred towards minority, to to so that they they have a way to control the um, the country, mm. the, the, a way to stay in power, and because um, um, the unfortunate thing is that when they uh, the the country was under either British colony or after that under the military um, ruling, mm. um, they weren't educated properly, so mm. people have very little um, knowledge about things, um, so. Um, they they are confused about like you know their nationalism, mm. their religion, 
and their identity basically mm. um so um just to give you an example like in one of the um article that i read this journalist actually asked one of the political prisoner one he so he he's a political prisoner because he was going against uh, uh the the military government so yes. you know like those people we regard them as hero mm-hmm. you know back then and then he came out and then um the journalist asked are you a christian you know and then he said no 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 i'm burmese so mm. you can see the confusion there That's right really burmese is not a religion so mm. the guy was asking you know your faith you know what do you believe in mm-hmm. you either, you, what, what's your religion right not what's your ethnic or what's your nationality yeah, yeah. so people were confused so by that you can see that uh, when you say like i'm burmese that he's actually saying i'm Bodhis. i believe in uh, buddhism mm. and i'm of burmese national but to them is one okay everything is one so from there what you what you can um allude to it is that um because of the nature of that sort of confusion what they're starting to see some of the extremist um nationalists not everyone mm. um is that to be in burma to stay in burma you have to be either burmese uh, no not either actually you have to be burmese and buddhist buddhist yeah. Okay. If not, everyone else to <laughs> yeah. them is um a, a a foreigner who is taking trying to take a piece of their land or mm. their identity mm-hmm. so that's where the root of this hatred towards minority mm. if you mm-hmm. like and i mean it seems also from uh reports you know news reports of people who are mm. there that at some in some stages the army allows for the killing and the destruction to take place and in other places the army sort of half-heartedly stops and so how much um uh influence does the army have um in in controlling this or in keeping it just above you know uh, international awareness level let's yes. say um so um the current situation um the current political situation of burma is very interesting so they just um change everything like pretty much 180 degree turn around like mm. two years ago no one like they they caught the inter- international community by surprise mm. but now the analysis uh, uh the um journalists and you know people are analyzing that um there are actually two competing group in the military mm. so the w- one group actually wants the real change the other group wants to take the country back into the dark age if mm. you like mm. so because they want the control again that's mm. why you see these inconsistency between the act of the military mm. in some part like they try to act um for the change mm. you know so they try to police properly and they try to take good measure and things like that but in other part they try to stay out of things and let things go bad mm-hmm. so if you like so that's what we see like so those those are two competing um you know um uh, f- faction in the uh, military what are yeah. their names are, th- are they we don't know we oh. don't know okay. so, so the only thing we know is um there are um president s- yeah president yeah. um and but there is also the um the party the military created hmm. um so w- people suspect that uh, or alleged that um the party that uh, military created uh are the, the the driving force behind all these um Hmm. uh you know like problems but okay. you know we don't have facts to yeah. make the you know yeah. um case judgment. yeah the so then again my question goes back to i mean it may not be very relevant now because of mm. your answer if we talk about them being buddhist and the dalai lama having nothing to do with it or not really um you know making any contributions or influences on them 
it's because they wouldn't probably listen to him because no. their priority as an identity is it a ethnic identity and exactly. not a religious identity. No, yeah. no. Mm. So it, 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 like to 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 a degree, like they are in a state of confusion. Like mm. you know, they don't understand what the citizenship is. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the proper uh, definition of citizenship is whoever lives in the country and being recognized as a citizen by law is mm. a citizen. Um, you know, like he's got the citizenship, and once you got the citizenship, you got the equal right with any other citizen in the country, right? Mm. So, but at the moment, that's not the case in Burma. Uh, but it, I mean, I was yeah. hearing before that the Rohingya, for example, at were at some point not recognized as citizens, so they well, live they there. still are not recognized. Yeah, no, they're still not being recognized as citizens, and that's uh, one of the very, you know, big issue mm. um, uh, in Burma. How many stage. how many Muslims of Rohingya origin are there, and how many Muslims generally are there in Burma? Well, the official figure says four percent of the sixty million, so around one point four million. But um, we believe there are more than that. Yeah, there are more. Yeah, than that. So but that or oh, four million, so four percent or five percent was like nineteen ninety seven um, figure at the mm -hmm. time. Yeah, they got no such up to take figures. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um. So ju just to quickly expand on that, like, mm. uh, you know, the confusion about identity and all that. Mm. So one interesting thing is um, when, you know, like when all these uh, recent um, uh, violence against Muslims uh, uh, happen, um, you know, a lot of uh, people make, you know, statements from their own point of view. And they are like, you know, Buddhist monk, you know, respected monk made, um, you know, uh, statement. Um, generally to calm people down okay. uh, but one of the um, respected very well respected Buddhist monk made this comment that um, where he said um, you know like the issue uh, occur only if it's sort of like two to tango right like you mm. have two, oh, the two Muslims started like, it as well yeah so the Muslims so, have to so also yeah he kind of you know like it, like alluded to that and but also what the, the other thing that he said was well like you know um, you have it. We we have we have a host and uh, we have a guest situation. So he's referring to the, the majority yeah, yeah, as, as the, the host, host yeah. and the minority as the guest. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then he said, like, well, host got you know host rules to abide by, and also guest got his own protocol to go by." Mm. So you know, like he's he he he's saying like you know like with with a good spirit, right? Like he's just trying to calm people down and trying to say that like everyone needs to follow some sort of rule, mm. yeah, law and order kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. but the way he puts it shows that you know like everyone is in confusion, like total yeah. confusion. Like yeah. we don't know mm. what the identity is. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, like you know, like if you're there, if you're in the country, if you or like these people that he's referring to as guests. They've they've been there for generation, right? Mm. And they gain, they've already got um, citizenship. Yeah. They're Burmese citizens. Yeah. Right? So but there's no still, host yeah. and guest situation yeah. here. And so this yeah. is not something I mean because it may be that when he's saying guest and host, uh, yeah. he may mean that, you know, because they are the, the majority so they have the power. Uh, yeah. of, of basically, you know, uh, hurting them or honoring them. Yes. Mm. But I mean Allah. Um, you know, like that kind of make you know some of the minority group you know feel bad because yeah, yeah. you know feel affected, yeah, yeah feel affected yeah so inshallah i mean look yeah. uh, we've all seen the pictures uh, even children being burnt and killed it's, it's very very painful it's stuff very painful yeah. um yeah. tell us from us 
Muslims living here, even actually non-Muslims, this is a humanitarian issue, and it's not just Muslims being no, affected. No. Even though the Muslims are in the brunt of it, but it's also also other people as well, Hindus yes. and Christians. If we wanted to help, yep. how would we be able to? Um, yep. I'm guessing that I mean, you know, sending money to charities would be That's one, one way. way yes. But of course, we also need to uh, contribute or to force our politicians to you know find a political solution to speak to the. Uh, the the you know the leadership the presidency over there as well. Correct. So uh, tell us please, what is in our hands? What can we do? Uh, alhamdulillah, you know, um, there's a lot of thing um, we can do from here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, w- w- one of the first thing is like Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, um, you know, like du'a is your best weapon. Yes, you know, please course. make du'a for everyone who's um, suffering this in Burma, right? Um, that's one thing. The, the least thing we can do, like from here, inshallah, we've been making dua like you know every day, like or you know like inshallah. because we the you know, we're closer to you know people over there. Definitely. So uh, that's one thing. Um, the other thing is you know like um, I don't know how true this is um, from from some people's point of view, but still uh, internationally, Australia has been recognized as you know a, a country that's uh, you know uh, ep- epitomized the um, multiculturalism, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think like in one of the um, uh, article I read, like even Britain actually try to follow, you know, how Australia um, you know, implemented the multiculturalism. Yeah. So from that point of view, Australia got a lot of experience mm. and knowledge and the skill to handle this sort of situation. Mm. So we must, you know, press or lobby the Australian government um, and the politician as well to engage with Burmese leadership. Burmese government, um, the very influential leaders like Dong San Suu Kyi, to um, you know take action, immediate action as well as long term action. Mm-hmm. So inshallah, like if we can do that, um, you know, like that. But w- the, the 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 grave concern that we have is um, you know like this is just um, not uh, like you know like it, it might sort of dies down a little bit now. But if we don't tackle the root. Um, of the problem, right? Mm-hmm. It will come up again. Mm-hmm. The people who wants to use this will use it because it's there mm-hmm. to their advantage. So we want to ask, you know, Australian government um, to, you know, give whatever support, mm-hmm. training, you know, what not, to the uh, Burmese um, leadership, mm-hmm. like Burmese government. To, is there you know, something? This, um, I mean, this is yeah. of course a long-term plan. Yes. But is there a short-term plan as well? I mean, yes, because so I mean, killing is happening. If we do this sort of thing, I mean, thousands of people are also in, in yes. great danger. Yes. Yes. So um, we we actually been meeting a few academics um, mm. to raise awareness as well. So we've mm. been going to like radio station like yourself. Mm. Like you guys play a big role, right? Like Inshallah, you know, like yeah. your listeners will hear this and hopefully even if they want people make uh, you know extra door, mm. you know, like that will go like very far. Mm. So uh, we've been going to academic and you know other uh, personnel as well. And what be, we've been hearing is because we don't have any experience in these sort of things. Like we're mm. not you know political organization. Mm. We focus on you know um, the social uh, services here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we hear is if you know like influential leader and um, you know um, influential leader like the Aung San Suu Kyi or you know um, celebrity like sport personnel or you know entertainment personnel if they speak out against these you know um, atrocious act um, people will tend to listen. Mm. So we must engage right now even 
with these influential leader mm. and personnel mm. to speak up and speak out against these um, extreme, you know, uh, movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Inshallah. Inshallah, yeah. Um, are there any charities that we can uh, speak to to send money to? Yeah. Um, so you can contact us. Um, uh, um, I don't know if I can give out my number or on air. But, um, you can, but you, you don't yeah. know who's going to call you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> is, but there, is there an email address? Yeah, we, we've got a website. Um, yeah. It's um, nswbma.com. BMA. BMA, yeah. Burmese Muslim Association. Dot com. Dot com. Okay, no problem yeah, at all. And, there and the other thing that I quickly like to add, yes, and course. also like, um, unfortunately, like the Muslims, um, Ummah here, like brothers and sisters, have some sort of bad experience um, in terms of prejudice and you know, like um, you know, persecution against um, them. Mm -hmm. uh, but we managed to get through. Our, uh, you know, I like to think, like, alhamdulillah, I think the Muslim community in Australia is doing well. But that's not to say that they haven't had any bad experience. Yes, of in course. fact, they did. Yeah. But they managed to, you know, overcome those. So I believe the um, Australian community, uh, Muslim community here, have a lot of knowledge about how to handle these things. Mm. And being minority, how do we, you know, like tackle these things? Like some, like um, just to give you an example, some even like some of my Burmese friends are saying that, oh, you know. Uh, you got to like that go back to the host and guest situation, you know. Mm. You know, like you're a minority, like you got to follow the mob, you know. Like you got to wear like like them, you know, dress like them, you got to speak like them. But that's not, you know, it shouldn't be the case. Yeah, no, that's true. Right? Like you, you, you have your own identity, right? You got the basic human right. You should be able to, uh, you know, practice. You should be able to dress whatever way you like. So, but I think, uh, alhamdulillah, the um, Muslim community um, here managed to get through all these um, to some extent. So, I'd like to, um, you know, see if there's anyone, any organization out mm. there that can mm. help us to, you know, uh, transfer some of those skill and the knowledge mm. uh, to the Muslim community in uh, Burma. Mm. So, uh, inshallah, that'll be good for long term. Inshallah. Yeah. And also, I remind my listeners that... Um, one of the or some of the uh, largest uh, charity organizations in Australia uh, that are um, taking charities for um, uh, donations for Burma are, are for the Muslims in Burma are uh, Muslim Aid and Human Appeal International as well. You can find yes. them. Uh, we'll put links inshallah on the website and we'll also, I mean, you can just Google them uh, and, and you'll get the details inshallah. Um, look, we're at the end of our show. Would you like to add anything at all, Brother Uthman, Brother Shamsuddin? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, thanks. Thank you very much Thank for the opportunity. Pleasure, of course. And I hope, um, you know, we convey the message clearly and Thank like people much, understand our plight, mm. you know, like the suffering in Burma and mm. inshallah make dua. Um, and, you know, just um, contact us like, if you have any way to, to help us out. Um, so we'll appreciate your help. Inshallah. Jazakumullah uh, khairan, brothers Uthman and Shamsuddin or Taimo Win. Uh, from the New South Wales Burmese Sunni Muslim Association. Their website is newsouthwalesbma.com um, if you'd like to contact them and find out more information. Uh, and also, uh, we'll be putting out the podcast soon, inshallah, for more information. Yes, so um, now we come for the, to the end of the show. We'll see you, inshallah, next week where we'll have another very exciting show. This is your host, Nasr Khatib. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alchemy is an ancient practice associated with science, chemistry, physics, astronomy, astrology, art, symbology, metallurgy, 
sciences were not exercised in a scientific way as known today. Alchemy is the origin of modern logic.